Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I am your host, Maria Retan, and it's great to be with you today, and I'm so glad you could take the time to join me. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern, and each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman, of course. Well, first up, a little bit, uh, some details I bet you didn't know about women. We're going to be talking um, about gamma women today, but before I get into the description of that, I want to share a little bit about how some consumers are using the Internet. Now, we're all online. We're all heavily wired. We're all talking to each other, whether we know each other or not, but apparently there's a bit of a backlash. Um, Everyone's an expert, as you know. Everybody has a blog. Everyone's talking, giving their opinion, but apparently consumers are now reverting back to true experts, third-party independent experts that might be able to give informed opinion as opposed to just the opinion off the top of their head. Um, This is according to um, Iconoculture, 8 Trends for 08, um, which they are seeing emerge this year. Information overload really is leading to what they're calling choice fatigue and the need for new experts to trump the neighbor down the block. I love that, the neighbor down the block, and literally could be the person sitting right next to you. You just don't know it. Uh, We don't talk in person anymore, apparently. We do it um, all wirelessly. Uh, But especially if you sell a product out there, companies, listen up. You need to really align it with a trusted ambassador or authoritative backstory. Um, And if you sell a service according to Iconoculture, figure out how to make your customer feel like the expert. Getting them involved is key. According to Yankelovich, um, they're seeing some of the same things happening. They do they do feel that customer reviews on websites, um, they have some confidence in, but they feel like too many people are giving their opinions and who actually know less than what they claim that they do. That's 88% of people that Yankelovich surveyed. Um, they are really relating more to expert opinions regarding the a product as opposed to a customer review regarding a product. According to Jupiter Research, uh, what they are seeing this year is 40% of women um, are really still out there trying to connect any way that they can. And in fact, they're sending electronic greetings at least once a month, um, obviously more than men. And they're sharing photos a lot. So again, they're trying to connect with each other this way. Maybe not giving their opinion on every Tom, Dick, and Harry product that comes down the line, but really still trying to form a connection with people in their own social group. We know that the Internet is a major source of information. According to eMarketer, users over ages of 25 say that the Internet is their main research source for checking out potential product purchases. So they're out there looking for the information uh, a lot more than they are on uh, newspapers, magazines, TV, and other sources. And more than half have shopped 
um, online in the last six months seeking out travel, clothing, health, and beauty product information. So when it comes to trying to get information, definitely the Internet is key. There may be a little bit more value in going after that third-party resource to provide that expert opinion, give you a little bit more validation, because people are having a little bit of that information overload. So keep that in mind. Today's purse profile is the bag, borrow, and steal sister. Now, those of you who may be familiar with the website know that you can go online to uh, get a great bag at a low price and even rent a bag online. Uh, Women online are looking for those great bargains, so I wanted to talk a little bit about 14.3 million of you out there, women who are looking for a bargain online, shopping a lot, and checking a little bit of retail out, but mostly online. Your median age is 46, high school graduates, working part-time, you are a parent, and the median household income is about $41,000. Again, you're bargain hunters, really drawn to to stores. Um, You'll travel an hour or more to check out a factory outlet. You're going to head right to the clearance rack, um, hold off on buying things until they're on sale. And I think now more than ever with the economy, we're seeing more and more women do this. So this actually may be more than um, 14.3 million of women out there. Uh, Still interested in fashion, want to keep up with the styles, um, but looking out for specific offers when it comes to that. They like to switch up uh, with novelty and change, experiencing new styles, willing to shop at new stores, and they're easily influenced. And and related to um, online opinions, this is the connection here, that this woman is easily swayed by others. Their opinions of stores influence their actual shopping uh, decisions. Um, They tend to buy on the spur of the moment, so if they hear of a good purchase opportunity, they may turn around and then go purchase that. And they always are seeking advice for buying new things. So these are women that um, are easily influenced um, by all kinds of people, whether online or in person. They do tend to spoil their children by their own admission. Uh, And when they are shopping, they like to check out Marshalls, Payless, Walmart, Target, JCPenney, Old Navy, Old Navy, um, and Lane Bryant. Um, Household products are uh, Clorox, Lysol, Comet, Joy, Gain. Cosmetics uh, that they prefer are Avon, Maybelline, CoverGirl, Revlon, and L'Oreal. And when it comes to designers, um, Liz Claiborne, Lane Bryant, Victoria's Secret, Mud are all top choices. Now, where can you connect with the Bag, Borrow, and Steal sister? Well, Baby Talk, Parenting, U.S. Weekly, Good Housekeeping, and um, Soap Opera Weekly, believe it or not, are actually hot topics for them. They're on cable a lot, looking at We, E, TBS, HGTV, and SoapNet. I guess that's the connection with Soap Opera Weekly there. And, again, they're online a lot, and they're looking for savings online. They're at CoolSavings.com, eBay, um, Amazon.com. They're also looking at American Greetings and Disney.com because they also have children. So the theme today, um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, is Gamma Women. Now, you may be saying, who are Gamma Women? Well, I have the perfect person to talk about that today, author and marketing expert Lisa Johnson, CEO of Reach Group Consulting, is with me today. The Reach Group is a boutique consultancy providing fresh insights and clear thinking about what Lisa calls the connected generation. As you can imagine, these are people that are uh, really technology fluent. Um, They're connected to their social and professional networks 24-7. Lisa's the co-author of Don't Think Pink and the new book, Mind Your X's and Y's. And the reason Lisa's on today is she's just released the results of a study 
that she conducted in conjunction with Lisa Finn and Meredith Corporation. It's called the Gamma Factor, Women and the New Social Currency. So stick around when we come back. Lisa Johnson and Gamma Women. More purse strings is next. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. had been out there with the Code of Ethics. been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, Here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. Susan, you're still responsible for digital marketing programs, right? Right. So your team is responsible for email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign optimization, and scheduling? Your point? Why are you so relaxed? My team deals with five different solutions, tech support teams, and just as many invoices, and it's making us mental. What is it? Aromatherapy? Acupuncture? Why are you so relaxed? You just have to simplify your tool set and unify your team. Lyris provides totally integrated email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign management, and calendaring functionality. It's all in one spot that provides a holistic view of all your team's efforts. And you get all of this functionality for $299 a month. So with Lyris, one company can do it all. I feel like I can cancel that acupuncture appointment already. To see how Lyris can simplify your life, visit Lyris.com or call 1-888-GO-LYRIS. Simplify, unify, and increase ROI with Lyris today. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Chris Hanger, Vice President of Affiliate Marketing at Performix DoubleClick. What can we expect out of affiliate marketing this year? Over time, we've seen people wonder if the demise of affiliate marketing is coming, and, and I certainly don't believe that. The nuances, the types of specific affiliates and affiliate publishers do change, and, and we expect further change. Affiliate Marketing Insider, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Warning! Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. I am so excited. 
excited to have Lisa Johnson on the show. Lisa is a marketing expert and author. Many of you may be aware of the book she co-authored with Andrea Leonard back in 2004 called Don't Think Pink. And now she's unveiling some research she conducted with Lisa Finn and Meredith Corporation on Gamma Women. It's called The Gamma Factor, Women and the New Social Currency. Lisa, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Well, I am really delighted to have you uh, today. Uh, when I first heard about gammas, I was wondering, what the heck are gamma women? I've never heard of gamma women. I've heard of alphas, but not gammas. Can you, can you describe the gamma woman to our listeners today? I think the easiest way to describe it and what a lot of people will relate to is let's go back to high school. And let's kind of use some of those stereotypes from high school. But we all kind of knew of the, maybe the cheerleader type, the queen bee. And that's often that alpha woman. In, in kind of that societal structure, it was the woman a lot of people were looking up to. They were noticing what she was buying. They were noticing what she's wearing and what, who she's dating, what she's doing. And, but what made her powerful was she was more elite and exclusive. She was hard to get access to. She might have had a small group of friends that um, were close to her than everyone else just was trying to get there. And so you had the kind of the um, queen bee, who was the alpha, and then you had the wannabe, the one that was trying to be like her. They were using that alpha woman to cue off of, and that's what we might call the betas. A lot of us don't even relate to those two characters, but we see them a lot in the movies, and we see them in the marketplace, too. You see, It's a storyline that's very familiar to us. But back in, um, I believe it was 2002, a Newsweek article came out, and a young woman went back to her own high school. It was actually a woman named Laura Sessions Step from the Washington Post. And then an additional article came out in Newsweek about this. She went back to her own high school, kind of looking to find, you know, what was going on in high school today. And she thought, oh, there they are. There's the cheerleaders. There's the alphas. And there's the ones that want to be like her. There's the betas. But there was kind of a growing group. And I think gammas have always existed, but they're becoming more important. And we'll kind of go into those reasons later. But she noticed there was some young women that were um, in that high school that their sense of self wasn't coming so much from their social pecking order. It was coming from who they were on the inside. And a lot of things about these women um, were really appealing to her. She noticed that they tended to be more quirky. They had friends in a lot of different circles. They kind of operated in the center of a web of a lot of different relationships. So instead of being elite and exclusive, they were actually super connected and inclusive. And their sense of self wasn't coming so much from status symbols or from being admired in a certain way, but it was more from the, their passions, whether they were into photography or swimming. It might be things within school or outside of school. And she was mentioning that, you know what, um, as a reporter, she really identified with these young women thinking, this is kind of who I was. I wasn't the alpha. I wasn't the beta. I was more this gamma. And she thought, you know what, they're growing. Gammas are rising. This is a group that is becoming larger in number and is becoming more influential in power. Yeah, and I, I have to say that I really love the description of the gammas because I think for those of us with daughters, that's what we would hope for our daughters is that they they would kind of not be influenced by the quote-unquote mean girls or the alpha girls or wh- whatever we want to label them, but that they can really truly be themselves. And I think that... Um, what you're going to talk about today is what's really allowing them to be themselves. I, I know you had mentioned um, web-like thinking that these that these women or these girls also kind of demonstrate. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. I, I, let me refer to a study that was done on women and how they lead because I think it really um, kind of sheds some light on what's going on. 
um, Sally Helgeson wrote a book back in the, gosh, I think late 90s, early 2000s, called Web of Inclusion. And she was looking at how women um, CEOs were leading organizations and was it different than men. And what she noticed was that a lot of these women, instead of putting themselves at the top of an organization with their executive team and kind of the information and the power trickle down, which is kind of how our marketplace has been structured, you know, the top brands or the top influencers um, has been structured for years, she noticed that these women leaders were putting themselves in the center of their organization, in the center of a web of relationships. So they were not trying to kind of keep um, their leadership elite and exclusive. Instead, they were interacting heavily across all parts of the organization in a very peer-like way. And she thought, "Mm, this is so interesting, and it was very characteristic of these top women CEOs. And so what she looked into and found some research that – a scientist had done on women's brains. And what they had found was this doctor, Dr. David Scoose, with the Institute of Child Health in London, that there was a gene or like a cluster of genes on the X chromosome, which is only active in about 50% of women. And what it did is it gave them special abilities to think in a more web-like way. They tended to naturally want to... um, operate in that center of a web versus at the top of the heap. It wasn't just about attitude. It was about how their brains were operating. And what was fascinating for Lisa Finn and Meredith and myself when we were doing this research was we discovered that about 55 million women have the gamma characteristics, a little over than half of women in the U.S. And we're realizing, oh, my goodness, this is so interesting. It, I think we are naturally, it's not all women, but a lot of women are very naturally drawn to being very inclusive and connected. And it comes out in all kinds of different kinds of behavior in the marketplace and in their lives and in their families. And um, what makes it so important today is that the marketplace is not just the Internet, but it operates like a web of relationships. So as gammas are coming into power, it's mostly because our marketplace now perfectly matches how they influence and how they operate. I know. It's just kind of all teed up. It's like a perfect conversion, isn't it, with these gammas, the Internet, the marketplace, the power really that the individual has to sway the marketplace. I mean, can you talk a little bit about the methods that gammas are employing to kind of make those connections, those social connections? Yeah, let me, I'll talk about it, how they've been doing it for years without the web and then what it yeah. looks like in this fresh, connected marketplace. I know it's One hard thing, to believe that there was actually life before the web, but there was. I know. I remember college, going <laughs> to the library all the time, and I'm, one of our business partners is 24, and when I talk about that I went to the computer lab, she was just like, I don't even understand how you got to college, but it was pretty funny. Well, I think in general, um, part of the female gender culture is that we check in with each other as a way, as like shorthand to get information. So if I'm going to be making a purchase, let's say I want to buy like one of the new nanos, I will often access, you know, just start talking, hey, does anybody have the new nano? I might send it an email. I might just ask friends at a party. I might um, over lunch go, hey, I noticed you pulled out the new nano. What do you think? But I have, you know, I have the old version. I'm going to start accessing people verbally, strangers, people I know, things on web, on the web, more than men will. Women tend to access expert opinion and peer opinion 
throughout the entire process of buying something, but they do it very organically. And so um, if, if you and I are strangers and we're next to each other looking at coffee makers, and I have purchased one that you're looking at that I do not like, it's almost my obligation to tell you that that is not a good one, but try this one over here. It's part of how we operate. Well, before we might influence oh, I don't know, two dozen people, maybe more with our with our opinion. These women tend to give um, peer recommendations at twice the rate of men. They're giving out, you know, telling a lot more people about stuff. Well, now, because it's part of our gender culture, to be able to go online and give a consumer review or to start it, let's say maybe you did a super due diligence on baby strollers and you just test drove everything, you've checked it out, you've already put all that time in. You might start a blog and talk, you know, post all your reviews and offer that information back to the community. What that means now is we have these giant virtual megaphones. And for the people especially that have developed more of an expert persona as a peer around a topic, we can have a lot of reach and actually come up much higher than a lot of the ads or some of the more formal things that are being posted about the company just because we're using technology such as blogs that are going to be more um, – more heavily searched by the search engine spiders and more linked to. So what that means now is that Gamma Woman, who's inclusive and connected and sharing both offline and online, suddenly has a much broader reach. Tell me a little bit about who listens to Gamma Women, because do other Gammas listen to Gamma Women, or are alphas listening to Gamma Women? Do alphas and Gammas ever overlap, I guess would be a part two to that question. So who's listening to Gammas? I think right now in the marketplace, alpha and gamma power is both intact. It's gamma that is rising. What I think you are, you are, we're all noticing and reading about in terms of um, what's resonating in marketing, a lot of times it's about being often, it's authenticity. It's about being real. It's about having quirks. It's about exposing and being very transparent, even about what went wrong or how you went about testing things or your own life. That Those traits are very attractive right now. In fact, one of the, the kind of the rising trends right now is realism. It's reality TV. It's um, brands that are kind of showing a very authentic self and not just spinning things or crafting things or giving us fantasy. So I think one aspect of a gamma personality is not so much about creating a persona. It's about revealing who she is. And so I think that's why you see a lot of people connecting with that. We, gamma um, Alphas as well. I think the thing with alpha, it's not like we, there are these paper-thin women. I think that there's a lot of um, more elite and exclusive you know, people out there that definitely have their ducks in a row. They dress to the nines. You know, they're a little bit more status-driven. And um, they have their own sphere of influence and their own model, but it's not necessarily a perfect match with where the marketplace is going. Well, we are going to have to take a quick break, but when we come back, Lisa, I know that this is a huge group of people. You've already talked about 55 million women out there who are are probably going to be labeled gamma women, but I know that there's subsets of them. So when we get back, I'm going to talk to Lisa about subsets of gamma women and how marketers can connect with them when Purse Strings returns in just a minute. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. 
Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah. GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend. Dear Wallet. Get more traffic maximizing details now at friendfinder.com. Um, hello, uh, welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... Uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks. Business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm wants to give you the market edge. Join host Larry Weber as he speaks to the innovators and trendsetters who are taking us to a new age of social media, e-communities, and the blogosphere. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand after the show inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Cyberspace, the final frontier. These are the voyages of your new business enterprise. It's ongoing mission to explore strange new domains, to seek out new sites and new monetizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. WebmasterRadio.fm. So logical. You'll go out of your Vulcan mind. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I'm joined today by Lisa Johnson, CEO of the Reach Group Consultancy. She's a marketing expert, author, and researcher, and she's just released a new report, The Gamma Factor Women and the New Social Currency, co-written with Lisa Finn and Meredith Corporation. And Lisa, right when we went to the break, we were talking about alphas and gammas, and um, earlier in the interview, you were talking about this big, big group of gammas, 55 million of them. But I know that there have to be subsets. Can you talk a little bit about the groups within the group of gamma? Absolutely. And I want to kind of preface things by saying that for many gammas, they're going to inhabit lots of these traits, but they tend to have a primary driver within them. It's not like, oh, the connectors aren't the creatives. That's not necessarily true. But what we needed to do was figure out um, kind of some primary traits that might be kind of leading a personality. 
Um, one of the first ones we'll talk about is the connector. And kind of as the name suggests, this is somebody who gets a lot of energy and joy and passion from connecting to other people. And it's not just their tighter, you know, circle of friends, but there's, it's really fun for them to develop a pretty broad network of people that are either fellow fanatics, they share their passion for, it might be for children, it might be for their hobby, you know, it could be for nutrition, whatever it is. It's people that are, um, that care about similar things that date that they do. And what's fun for the connector is it's her sharing what she, she has, you know, in her life, whether it's sharing her pictures from her, um, her vacation. It might be sharing her knowledge base. She wants to share. She also wants to connect with other people that are having that, that conversation at that same level. So it's not just at a surface level. She wants to find the fellow fanatics, but she's also the catalyst for gathering people together. So she might be gathering people both online and offline or both, you know, that getting that online chat room together for a coffee in the afternoon. Or she, for her, it's about the relationships are really driving her. And some of the strategies for reaching that connector gamma is you want to give ways to take anything about your business that's a monologue and turn it into a dialogue. So going through every customer touch point, whether it's your web, whether it's the way that um, you're doing your events, and take things that are monologues and turn them into dialogues and invite those connectors to um, be a part of your brand. One of the most underutilized um, techniques that I find is to ask the question, what would we do if we were to spend 80% of our budget on exciting the top 20% of our customers and creating kind of underground, exclusive, and elite, really special events where you connect people together that um, share a passion around your brand and then let them spread the excitement through the underground. It's not a big advertised, everybody knows about it thing. Instead, you handpick and invite those gammas in to have an experience with you that they want to start blogging about and talking about and make sure that you can really um, go over the top for a small group of connectors because they are excited to let everyone else in on the information. I love that. Should I go to the next one? Yeah, the connectors seem to me that they're like your, I know in, in advertising we talk about the loyal core. You know, um, they, can, they can become your loyal core if, if, you, if you woo them over, correct? I mean, that's really what you're seeking to do is woo those connectors because they're going to then start um, disip, kind of disseminating the news, so to speak. And, you know, I think one of the big mistakes we make is we, we forget that this is a human connection. It's not just about recruiting a bunch of people that are your lab rats or whatever for your company and then not having a person internally who nurtures the relationships. Because if you're a connector, what you love is the human connection. And so I remember when I was in sporting goods for the early part of my career, a lot of these uh, manufacturers would, you know, Reebok or whoever, would go out and they'd recruit all these instructors. These guys are influencers, but then they did nothing to develop the relationship with them. I'm sure some of them did, but I remember talking to instructors, and there was this sense of, yeah, I just got a bag of clothes, but what I really wanted was someone to care about my opinion and maybe to be, invite me to be part of um, a research day or to um, in, imagine what would be possible uh, around their product line in the future. I want to be access in a human way. And so for a lot of companies, they need to think through who in our company is nurturing the community and our inner core. What person has a personal connection? It's not just connector at blah, blah, dot com. You know, you really want to know 
who are the people because this is about human connection. And I know you've said in the report that you released that that consumers want to participate, they want to belong, and they're looking for companies that are also um, more than just a company, right? That's really going to have a positive impact on this woman and her community, right? So it's got to be, it's almost like the company needs a larger reason for being than their product and service. It's really true, and I think customers and just people, we're so sophisticated now. Um, you were talking earlier in the um, in the radio cast about just people are looking for the more expert opinion because they have this information fatigue. I think what's interesting is we're so sophisticated. We can read a consumer review and get a sense of like, hmm, this isn't, these guys don't know what they're talking about or this isn't as credible. We have ways to pick up very subtle cues about, you know, what is true information and what isn't. And we also know when people are just putting together activities just to placate us versus really utilizing our information. So I think like someone like Procter & Gamble with their um, InnoCentive program, it's also called Connect and Develop, I think is their personal version of it, where they um, have created a group of experts, scientists, people that have worked in um, product development for years. They might be retired. They might be doing this um, on the side because they just like being around other smart people. And Procter & Gamble will say, hey, we are working on personal bleaching technologies. You know, this is what happened a few years ago. And we are looking, um, we've noticed a lot of people are going to dentists to get their teeth bleached, and we're trying to find a safe, really um, easy way for people to bleach at home. What do you got? And so people would share, well, we were working on bleaching for home things, but we found that this was safe for the mouth. They share all the different information they have, and that's where we got Crest White Strips. Crest White Strips was, came from non-Procter & Gamble talent in terms of um, the research and the science behind it. It's also true of Swiffer, um, the Swiffer cleaning products. And what that means is that's really saying, hey, connectors, we want to connect with you and you want to be a part of this thriving scientific community. And we want to tell you what we're working on. We're going to open up and make you an insider to our company and have you help us build it together. Wikonomics is a great book for people that want to read more about how to invite people into your brand to create with you, to market with you. Um, it's just a, it's a, it's a new way of thinking where you really honor the intelligence and the sophistication of the people that are surrounding your brand. That's right. It's really about mutual respect and not and not fear. <laughs> Sometimes I think companies are fearful of their consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But in this case, it's really it's really about having mutual respect and and being collaborative in the process and knowing that that's okay. And in fact, consumers are really starting to demand it and reward companies that do it. I think that's the key, for sure. I- And I think, too, there's so many consumers who are so passionate about certain topics, products, and brands, they know more than the people within the company. I mean, they truly do, and and you can tell that. That's why, in some cases, the expert that um, we, we look to to filter for us might be somebody who is not working for the company or not be on their payroll, but they are truly the, the voice of authority on that topic, and they, they rise to the top. I think we have so many social bookmarking you know, things in place where we can vote, we can, we can rank now where the cream of the content is rising. Yeah, absolutely. Lisa, you have shared so much insight today. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It was great. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun to learn about Gamma Women, and just, I think I'm a Gamma Woman. <laughs> now I know what my label is. Thank you. Well, no problem. I felt the same way. I remember reading that article in 2002 thinking, 
that's what I was in high school, and that's what I yeah. am today. I'm a gamma. I just didn't know what to call myself, but now I do. Thank you. It's a, it's a, I feel fulfilled. <laughs> For those Wonderful. of you who want to learn more about Gamma Women, check out the website, GammaWomen.com, and you'll learn more about Lisa as well. Thank you to George, my producer for a great show, and thanks for joining me today. Make it a great one.